This is episode number 151 with Russell Brunson of The Founder Podcast. Discover exactly what it takes to become a successful entrepreneur and what's possible through entrepreneurship from the greatest minds in business today. Welcome to The Founder Podcast. Here's your host, Nathan Chan. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Founder Podcast. My name is Nathan Chan and I'm the CEO and publisher of Founder Magazine. And I'm coming to you from Melbourne, Australia, hometown, homegrown. Boy, do I love this place. Jeez, uh, I just love Melbourne so much. It's, it's why I say it. I say it with pride. All right, so let's talk about today's guest. His name is... Russell Brunson, a very, very smart SaaS online entrepreneur. Um, one thing I can tell you is I spent a lot of time, as you guys know, just speaking to very, very smart people. And also, like, you know, with the stuff that we do at Founder, I study a lot of pieces of software, I study a lot of businesses. And, you know, this is businesses in all sorts of different industries as well, not just online, offline brick and mortar, e-commerce, apps, you name it. And I'm always thinking and, and looking and, and watching businesses grow. And and uh, Russell Brunson is the is the founder of a company called ClickFunnels. Now, we are a paid customer of ClickFunnels. I love that software. It's absolutely killer. Uh, cannot recommend it enough. And another thing I will tell you also is he's grown that company at an extremely rapid rate. It's only been going for a couple of years and uh, they're doing tens of millions of dollars in annual recurring revenue, uh, which is absolutely insane for a SaaS company to grow that fast. They're self-funded, and Russell is just a master of growth, a master of sales, a master of you know positioning offers, and also building a very very loyal tribe. When I've seen what he's done with ClickFunnels and just building a cult following, it's absolutely insane, and. I just think uh, you guys are in for an absolute treat. He has launched a book about this as well, about how he's built a cult following around his brand and a movement. He started an absolute revolution around funnel hacking, building funnels. Um, and it's something that you definitely want to consider. And uh, one thing I will tell you is that founder, one thing that we're thinking about always now is when somebody goes through the purchasing process, let's say you subscribe to the magazine, for example, there's all that, that breathes uh, another opportunity to raise your average order value. Now, this is not, you know, internet marketing, scammy, salesy stuff. Very, very big businesses do these kinds of things all day, every day, where they try and raise average order value. And, and just while you've captured a customer's attention, there's more likely a chance to let them know about other products or services that you have. There's a much higher chance that they're going to be more interested. You look at like Vistaprint, the uh, business card service. They hit you with so many different upsells, downsells, cross-sells. It's insane. You look at Amazon. Um, many of these companies do this and it's very, very smart. And uh, ClickFunnels uh, and also Russell is a big proponent of you know adding a lot of different items to the sales process, upsells, downsells, cross-sales, to um, increase your average order value, especially if you're paying to acquire a customer. So you're doing Facebook ads, you know, Google AdWords, paying for traffic. It's something to think about because on the front end, uh, Russell, you know, for every dollar he spends, he makes, I think, 
you know, $8 or $16 or something along those lines. Um, so you can see how he starts to build a profitable business very, very fast and how he scales that. He just spends, spends, spends. So, you know, that's another thing I'm learning about scaling a company. You have to have, for, um, you know, some form of paid acquisition as part of one of your channels once you take it to, you know, multiple seven figures or seven figures plus. It's just how you get to the next level. It's how you get to five million. It's how you get to 10 million. You have to be able to scale also via paid acquisition. All right, so that's enough rambling from me. If you are enjoying these episodes, please do take the time to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, um, wherever you're listening. It would help more than you you could imagine. Also, make sure if you are enjoying this, please do let one of your friends, I know you must have friends that are founders, friends that are into entrepreneurship and business, please let them know. It helps us grow. I am on a mission to build a household name, entrepreneurial brand, which impacts the lives of tens of millions of founders all around the world, and I can't do it without your help. All right, guys, that's it from me. Now let's jump into the show. The first question I ask everyone that comes on is, how did you get your job? (laughs) My job, my current job, I guess. Uh, So I've never been asked that way before. You know, when I, I got started in this business, I was wrestling in college and I started trying to learn how to, to figure out how to make money online. And I was, it's interesting. I was building, I didn't know at the time we were building funnels. Um, I built uh, a potato gun website. We we're selling potato gun DVDs. We built uh, ones in the couponing market and the dating market and the weight loss and a bunch of different, these, uh, these funnels. And um, it became kind of an obsession for us, for, for me and my team for probably like eight or nine years or so. And then I found some amazing partners who uh, one day we sat down and we had this idea for this thing that has become called, now today it's called ClickFunnels. We kind of had an idea for this this project and we sat in front of a whiteboard for a week and we mapped out the concepts and and uh, and we launched this thing and, you know, it was about two and a half years ago that it went live and it's, you know, now that's my my job, I guess, is being the CEO, the whatever, the head of ClickFunnels. And um, it's basically, it's, it's, it's been a fun ride because it's something that I am insanely passionate about. Something we did for 10 years. It's something we all we thought about and dreamt about was that, like how do we make these funnels, how do we make them work better? And, and now we've got a tool that makes it so easy. And then now it's just like, how do we make this better for our community and how do we train other people to do it? And how do we kind of spread what we've learned over the last 10 years and, and help other entrepreneurs to be able to have success like we did. And it's, it's been the most rewarding thing ever. I, I love it. Yeah, no, amazing. Um, so I said off 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 air that uh, I found a way we're big customers of yours. Um, we I think we pay for the biggest plan at ClickFunnels. It's it's an amazing product. Uh, we've actually switched 100% from lead pages to ClickFunnels. Awesome tool, absolutely love it. Um, and we build a lot of funnels at Founder. And I think what one thing that's really really impressed me with your story out of all the founders that I speak to is that you guys are bootstrapped and you're going very, very fast and you make money every time you pay to acquire a customer. <laughs> yes. Um, it's funny. We um, have had a couple VCs that have come and that have wanted to, uh, to, uh, to give us money. And it's just been funny because they don't understand our model and they don't understand how the whole thing works. They don't understand. And so, yeah, we basically, um, you know, we definitely bootstrapped it. It was, you know, I, I had a, my my business on the side selling things through funnels and that that funded the initial building of it and you know my partners they put in their sweat equity and they put in their time and their energy to build out click funnels and then you know pretty much from day one it was profitable and we never saw a purpose for taking on money so we started kind of growing it ourselves 
and it's remained insane. I mean, we even with now we've got over 100 employees, it's still insanely profitable. Um, and so we just have never have never looked at that. And like you said, is it's interesting. Like most businesses, they look at it like you create the create the company. They need investing, you need investors to come and fund like the growth and the acquisition, those kind of things. And so we we had to do it different because you know it was all the initial growth and acquisition was coming out of my own pocket. So I had to pull my wallet out and pay for all that. So I was like, okay, I can't do what these other guys are doing. You know, like it's interesting. My our first meeting with a with a v, with a potential VC and they came in and and they asked like, well, how much does it cost you to acquire a customer? And we said, well. We we're, we're spending about $120 on Facebook to get a free trial. And they're like, oh, great. That's, you know, that's, that's amazing that we can put money behind that. And we're like, well, we actually turned those ads off. And they're like, well, why did you turn them off? I was like, I'm not going to pay 120 bucks out of my own pocket for a customer. I'm like, the cool thing is like this software, what we do makes it so you don't have to do things like that. So instead we create these front end funnels, like my book funnel. And like, uh, we've got, um, just different, different front end funnels, webinar funnel, things like that, that we can go and we can spend money to acquire customers through. Um, but we actually make money up front before they ever are introduced into ClickFunnels. So like one good example is, is my book funnel. And right now we spend about $12 on Facebook to give away one of my books. It's a free plus shipping. So I do put a credit card in. But then after they come in that into that funnel, then we sell them the audio book. We sell them a training course and two or three other things immediately during the point of sale. And right now we average about $32 for every person who who buys the books. We spend $12 on Facebook. We make $32 immediately. And then we introduce those people into ClickFunnels. And so like we got paid $20 net in our pocket before that person was ever introduced to ClickFunnels. And that's how we're able to grow our company. And, you know, we're two and a half years in, we're at 36,000 active members and, and we're growing faster than any VC backed company that I know. And uh, we're doing it because we just had to do it smarter. We had to do it through the funnels that you know, we, we practice what we, what we preach and, we, and it, it works. Yeah, I see. And I'm curious um, when it comes to, cause, cause, I think, man, you're one of the best, uh, and I was saying this to to a friend. Like you, you are really on fire right now with with just growth, and and, and I see you everywhere. Um, you're you're really on fire right now, and I'm curious. One thing that you guys have done is really, really smart. Is you've built this massive Facebook community, and you're really, really good at wrapping um, community around this product. Like you, you have absolute serious evangelist besides building a great great product how have you done that how have you got people to be so passionate about a technology product like even like someone in my team he always wears your, your funnel hacker t-shirt like man I, I i really wanted to know how like can you give uh our audience like founders that are listening to this a bit of an insight around how you're doing that and a bit of a framework to work with or something oh 100 so actually this is like the topic that's top of mind for me right now. I just finished my second book that's rolling out in a couple of weeks, but it's called expert secrets. And the first like third of the book is all about that. Like what you just asked, it's like, that's all I'm talking about is how do you build a mass movement, like a culture of people, we call them cultures, but like it's a cult of people that are obsessed with your product. And the first, for me, the first time I, I kind of started thinking about this. Um, I was at a, uh, one of my friends assigned me up for a network marketing program <laughs> and uh, I joined and he's like, you gotta come to the meeting. So I went to this, this event and I'm down at this event. And there's like five or 6,000 people in this room and everyone's there and they're talking about the product and they're crying and they're telling stories and all these things. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking around and I, st- I was talking to people and I realized that most of the people in that room hadn't made enough, hadn't made enough money from that network marketing company to even have covered their flight or their hotel to the event. But they were so passionate about the product and they just like, they wanted to share and talk and that they're so excited. And I remember looking at that and it was actually, it was a, it was a card sending software and the software wasn't honestly, wasn't even that good of software. Like it was, but like they'd built this movement and people like, 
we're, we're bought in this bigger vision. And I remember talking to one of my friends there and, uh, and he looked at me and said, he said, it's a software company, but they've wrapped this huge thing around this mission and people bought into that. And that's why it's so powerful. And so when we started launching ClickFunnels, I was like, huh, like how do I, a software company is cool, right? But like, mm. but there's no soul to a software company. Like there's, it's just kind of like, oh, and, and people will switch from tool that I've watched that my whole, you know, last 12 years in this business, watch people switch from tool to like whatever the hot thing is, they just move to the thing, right? Because that's what, what's cool. I'm like, if, as we started building ClickFunnels, I'm like, I want to build it the way that those guys built that where it's, it's a movement and it's a culture and it's a, it's a whole bigger thing than that. And so about that time, it was kind of fun. I went, I went in this, uh, this period where I started like geeking out and studying um, mass movements and, and cults and things like that. Like, how do they work? And what are the, what are the commonalities and what is, you know, what, what makes these things or not cults, but movements like, like Christ and Christianity. And you look at companies like Apple and I started studying all these different movements. And I looked at them. And, and what was interesting is that all of them had three core things that were, that they all had. And that's exactly the first section of the expert seekers book is this, it's there's three things. And the first thing all of them had is some type of like charismatic leader, right? someone who's out there and who's, who's sharing and who's talking, and who's inspiring. Like there, there's always a, a figurehead, like Apple had Steve jobs. Like, like they all had a person, it wasn't just a company or a brand. There was like a physical person who was leading the, the charge. Number two is that all of them were, um, these movements were all focused on like a future based thing. Like, like where are we going? It wasn't like, hey, we're going to make this thing better or whatever. It's like, we're going somewhere together. And, uh, and how do you, how do you create that? And so, um, we wanted to build this community, like we're all going somewhere together. And that's where these shirts, we, you know, we got I, probably a dozen shirts we made, like the funnel hacker ones. And I build funnels and, and shirts that people can wear that they identify with. Like I, I am a funnel hacker. I build funnels. Like, so we, we, we give away tons of shirts in our community. We, we try to like the whole future based cause, like, like where are people trying to go? And, um, I remember I have a website that kind of tells this story in a little more detail, but when I got started in this business, I remember my, my initial goal was to make a thousand dollars a month. That was my I, I was really, um, my, my mind was big. I thought it was really, you know, I, I was gonna be really successful. I made a thousand bucks a month. And that's what I was kind of going towards. And as I was doing that and I was starting my business, there was this guy that I met, his name was John Reese. And, um, about that time he had launched uh, a product and he, had, during that launch, he made a million dollars in a day. It was actually 18 hours. So I can make a million dollars. I remember like looking at that. And for me, it was like, it was like, he broke the four minute mile. Like, You've heard, I'm sure you've heard the story about Roger Bannister and like no one could break the four minute mile. Then when he broke it, then like whole bunch of people afterwards did it. And for me, like John Reese broke that. He made a million dollars in a day. And I was like, I was trying to make a thousand dollars a month. Like he's made a million dollars in a day and he's just, a, he's a human being just like me. And, and so I was like, that's my goal. I got to make a million dollars like period. So I was like, I'm going to be a million dollars. My goal. And then I started going towards that and within the year I'd made a million dollars. And I was like, can I make a million dollars in a year, like in a 12 month period of time? And it took me three years to do that. And then I was like, okay, I make a million dollars in a month. And then we did that. And I was like, I'm gonna make a million dollars in a day. And then we did that. And, but because he had broken that, that barrier, like I was able to, right. Cause I saw that it was possible. And so inside of our community, we started thinking about that, like, how do we, how do we create something that breaks the four minute mile for our members? And so this is probably seven, eight months ago. I, I had, um, uh, some of the tech guys on our team go into our database and pull out, say like, who has a funnel that's made at least a million dollars. And at the time there were like 60 something people had a funnel that made at least a million dollars. And so we created this award called the Two Comma Club. It's this big, huge gold record with big commas on it and big frame thing. And uh, and then and then at our event, we handed out these these trophies on stage. And it ended up by the time the event happened, we had just shy of a hundred people had won it. And each person came up on stage. We handed this big trophy. This you know. And and what was interesting is that since then, everybody I know is like, "That's my goal. Maybe Two Comma Club. Maybe my Two Comma Club." And it, it made it real for everyone where they could all see themselves doing that within within our company, right? 
And so there's this huge movement that everyone's trying to move towards something. And so that was number two. So the first one that every mass movement had was a charismatic leader. Number two was like a future-based movement they were all moving towards. They are all going towards a common goal they could see, that they could visualize. They felt belonging. Like they, you know, with the t-shirts, they felt like they, they could identify with this is my movement. This is who I am. And then the third thing that all these, that all these mass movements have is that they offered their audience a new opportunity. So they weren't offering like, we're going to teach you, we're going to help you make a better website. We're going to help you to, like the opposite of a new opportunity is, is what I call an improvement offer. Like improvement offers, you're trying to help somebody to improve. I'm going to make you better or smarter or faster, you know, but as soon as you say the, like faster or anything, basically any word that ends with ER, like if I'm going to, if I'm going to say, look, look, I want, I want to pay you to make me better. It means I have to admit in my head that that means I'm not very good. Hmm. And there's this huge, like negative, like for me to admit that you're going to make me better. I have to also admit that I suck at that thing. And so there's this, like it's really hard to sell somebody like an improvement offer. And so every mass movement, they came out and like, I'm going to, I'm not trying to make you better. I'm going to make, I'm going to offer you a new opportunity. Christ with Christianity was the same thing. He came back like, look, we're not going to, you have the law of Moses. We're not going to like take that and try to make it a little easier, make it a little better. He's like, no, like it's gone. We're getting rid of it. Here's the new opportunity. And he presented a whole new opportunity to them. Apple is the same thing. Steve Jobs didn't come out and say, I'm going to give you guys a CD that holds 50 songs. He's like, no, throw the CDs in the, in the garbage, you know, get rid of all this stuff. Like, you're going to have your entire CD collection in your pocket in this new little thing. This is a new opportunity. So every mass movement also had a new opportunity. And so as I started looking at it, I was like, those are the three things. There's an attractive, uh, a charismatic leader. There's a, a future-based movement they're moving towards. And then they're, they're always given a new opportunity. And so I started looking at it. I'm like, okay, how does that fit in our business? And so I started looking, okay, who's going to be the attractive character? How, do my, how is that person going to communicate with their audience? Where's our goals? Where are we trying to get people to go? How do we get them to self-identify with our movement? What's the new opportunity we're offering them? And as we start looking at those things, as soon as you become aware of them, then it's like, okay, I need to structure the way I speak to my audience differently. I need to, you know, have somebody there. I need to do these kind of cool things. And uh, as we did those those three things, like honestly, that's what's built this huge mass movement of people. And it's 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 amazing to watch, and it's 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 so cool to be part of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, like I said, I. I that, that was serious gold and um thank you thank you for sharing that and um yeah like i said i'm i'm really really impressed just from from watching and, and being a customer we've been a customer for a while now and just seeing the the growth of the product and the growth of this movement that you're creating it's uh really really impressive so i'm going to be a bit selfish i'm going to ask a few questions around our business all right so, yeah. <laughs> and, and i'm hoping that uh, our audience can be a fly on the wall and 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 learn as well so We've got a couple of problems in our business. We've got quite a significantly sized audience, uh, not enough products uh, to to help service that audience because entrepreneurship is quite broad, and you know we really really tackle many different elements of of entrepreneurship and business building and all these kinds of things. And so we're working on building a lot more products. We're scaling up our courses. We we plan to have at least forty courses by the end of next year, taught by instructors. Really, really high production value courses, and that's one piece of the puzzle we're trying to fix. But at the same time, um, I'm I'm struggling, dude, with you know working with agencies or consultants doing you know CRO, Facebook ads, all these kinds of things. And I'm curious, like you. To, for you to build funnels at, at the speed and, and scale that you do, you must you must have people internally, right? You don't use contractors or, or people externally, right? There's There's been times in my business where I've had things external, but right now we definitely have everything internal. And um, there's a couple of reasons for that. 
one is because like, that's what we do. Like I'm obsessed with it. People always ask me, like, Russell, what's your job in the business? I'm like, I build funnels. Like there's me and Steven, me and him. There's two guys sitting here in this office and that's what we, like, that's my roles. I'm building funnels. Cause it's like, in my mind, that's the most important part of the entire, like everything else is just details. Like the funnel is the most important part. It's like, like my hands are in every single day. And so that's like a big part. Like I want to be able to see it. Cause like, I know my audience more than anybody else. I understand what they want, what they need. And if I'm not in there, I, I lose that. Like I've watched these companies that take on VC money and the, the CEOs and the founders step out and they plug in these other people. And like, and then I come in to compete with them and I'm thrashing them because they don't understand the market. Like they don't, they're not, like they not, they're not the market anymore. Like I am my market. Like I know exactly, I'm so obsessively passionate about this. So like what we create is what I desire, what I want. And so like, and then I, I get so excited to tell everybody else about it. And then they're excited. And then like, that's how we get buying every, every comes in. And then with traffic is the same thing. Like we try in the past outsource traffic agencies and even the ones that were good, um, we're like, we'd say we need to get a customer at whatever acquisition costs. Right. And so they, they do that. But then like you, you factor in like their, their agency costs on top of it. And it, it never, it never worked. Right. Like let's say we needed a customer at $80. And it's like, Hey, we got customers at $80. I'm like, yeah, but when you add in your management fees now, we're like $160. And like, yeah, but if you take management fees out, we do exactly what you asked for. I'm like, it's so expensive. And then for us, like this is changing so rapidly, everything, right? Like, especially right now, like we're such a fun time in business where things are coming up, like Facebook lives come out and then this and this, and like always tweaks and change. It's like me is like, the person who's trying to drive this thing. Like, I want to try things all day long. And when I had an agency, I'm like, okay, look, we did a Facebook live today. We did this, we did this, like you can promote all those. And they're like, well, you're one of like 30 accounts. Like you're asking me to do a lot of stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, like we're trying to do a lot of stuff. Mm. And they're like, well, you know, you're budgeted 10 hours a week. And like, no, like I want 10 guys who have full time just focusing on mine so that I can go and we can twist 20, 30, 40 things and find the best ones, then double down on that and triple down on that and keep going deeper and deeper. And you can't do that with an agency. And if they're not in here, like, our traffic team's in the office with me because they see all the stuff we're creating and they're looking at what we're doing. Like, how can I take that? And what can we do with that? And where it's hard to like, you create a funnel and you send an email to some team and like, they look at it and you, you hope that they get the gist and then they spend their 10 hours on your project and it's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Really. So that, exactly. So that's the problem that we're finding uh, because we're trying to scale up too. And, you know, we, we need to connect our audience with all these new products that we're launching because we're, we're building product out really, really fast now. And um, the, the my question to you, Russell, is you guys are based out of Boise, Idaho, right? Mm -hmm. How yeah. do you find talent and and really, really talented people that, you know, do CRO, build funnels, do Facebook ads, these kind of, you know, uh, roles where somebody could do it, you know, have starting their own company, but they would choose to work at, at ClickFunnels. How, how do you find that kind of talent, especially being in Boise, Idaho, like how I'm in Melbourne, Australia? Yeah. So of the hundred plus employees we have at ClickFunnels, only about maybe 20 of them are here in Boise. Um, cause you're right. It's, it's hard to find talent sometimes in a local area. Um, it's a smaller, smaller city. So that's a big part. Second off is most of my talent is not found like in my community, like in my city, it's found in my community, like my people. Uh, you look at, we hire from our member base. Like I, I want people joining our team who are as passionate about this movement as I am. And so if you look at our support agents, like when you talk to someone, our customer support, people are like, man, your support's awesome. I'm like, yes, because they're our members. Like they are you, like they're, they're excited as you are. They're building funnels at night when they're offline with us because they love this too. And it's like, we're bringing people from there. And the other thing is to find really good people. Most of them don't, how do you say it? Like, obviously I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. Like entrepreneurs are, are the best people on one hand. 
and they're the worst on the on the other hand. Like they're the best people to work because they they will get more done than like hundreds of of non entrepreneurs, right? Um, in fact, I read an article. Uh, Todd, my uh, partner in ClickFunnels, sent to me. It was like an A player is like thirty two hundred times more more productive than a B player. Like thirty two hundred times. Like one A players were thirty two hundred B players. But most try to get a B player, then try to like buy a training course and give it to them and hope that they can learn it. And it, that doesn't work. And so then, or the other side is then you, you hire an entrepreneur and you bring them in and you try to pay them like a, like an employee and, uh, and that person produces for you. And then really quick, the entrepreneur is like, man, I'm producing for them, but I could do the same thing on my own. And then they're gone. Cause the entrepreneur is like the people you want because they're, they have the talent, the skills, the ability, the, the work ethic, all those things are there. But then they're also the worst because as soon as they figure it out, then they're gone, right? Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, how do you harness that? So like what I try, what I've tried to do is inside of this company is to is to cultivate um, entrepreneurship with within the company, especially like the higher level level things. So the people we bring in for the for the bigger roles like that, like yes, they are they are getting paid a, a, a good sal excuse me a good salary, but um, they also are part of like our eat what you kill mentality, like like a percentage of what they make, they get to keep. And so because of that, like that's what, that's what entrepreneurs need is that growth from what they're, what they're doing or else they're going to leave and they're going to find it somewhere else. So you look at the key people, the guy that runs all of our Facebook ads, like he, then all, all my, my ad side as a whole, like he gets paid really well, but he also gets a cut off everything we do. And so because of that, like he's not going to leave somewhere else because his, his efforts with his own project versus his efforts with our team's projects, he will make way more here than he could somewhere else. And so you have to create opportunities that are so good for people that they're not going to, they're not going to go off on their own. Otherwise they will. And it's hard sometimes like Steven sitting over here, uh, he's my favorite people in the world. He's been doing my assistant funnel builder and he's so talented that he keeps trying to go out and launch his own businesses. And I'm like, okay, how do I incentivize <laughs> him not to leave? How do I do it? And like, because like, he's so, he's amazing. And if I lost him, I'd be screwed. And so it's like, okay, how do we create this an environment where he gets what he needs out of it and he can be incentivized to make money out of it. And then like we all win together. And, um, and so that's kind of the way that I try to structure things with, with the, with the producers on our team. Cause man, like I said, 3,200 times more valuable producer versus someone who's, you know, a B level person. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's really smart. So you think that we should look to find someone in our community? hundred percent. All of our, all of our ads go out to our community. Like, Hey, we're hiring people for this, this, and this, who's interested. And we'll get, and what we do is making, uh, I don't know if this is even legal. I think it, uh, it might not be, but we're like, make a video selling us on why you think you should work for us. And so we'll get 50 to hundred video responses from our team, people begging us. And we'll find people who, who will take less than they're already making because they love the movement and the, like they can work with us on our team on this thing that they love. They'll take less money they'll, they'll do other things. Like because they they're already bought into you and what you're doing. And like to be part of that is so exciting. And so, um, yeah, all of our hires come from, from, um, from our, from our members. Yeah. Gotcha. That's gold. Okay. Look, um, man, I could talk to you all day, but we have to work towards wrapping up a couple, couple last things. Um, we could talk about funnels, uh, but I think the best way to talk about them is, is, is to, to watch one of your videos visually. So we won't really talk about that too much, but I'd just love to know, would you be able to walk somebody through uh, one of your favorite funnels, it just just how it works and why it's important uh, to, to have funnels in your business, uh, even if you have a local business, you don't have to have an online business. Like, like yeah, I, I'd love to hear that for our audience because some people might not know how powerful funnels are and, and you know, what, why, why you need them in your business to connect your, your audience to your products or services. Sure. Um, yeah, like in my – the lens that I view the world through, like, like the funnel is, is the most important thing, right? Like it's, it's all that really matters. And so 
because like I'm always looking at that. And most people actually have funnels. Um, in fact, everyone's got a funnel. A lot of times it's just a really, really bad funnel, right? Like, and sometimes they're online, sometimes they're offline, like things like that. And so initially for people to start looking at, start looking, looking offline, like where do you see really good sales processes happening? That's all a funnel is. Like you walk into like one of my favorite stores is GNC. It's a vitamin store, right? Yep. And I walk into a GNC and despite the fact that I love buying supplements more than almost anything on earth, as soon as I walk in there, they immediately have someone from the, from the, from uh, the back come up to you and be like, Hey, can I help you today? And I'm always like, uh, no, I'm just looking. And then like I, they awkwardly stare at you and you walk around and you always try to leave really quick. Right. So they have a funnel, but it's really bad. It's like having a website. You go to the site and there's a thousand off- offers and you hit there and you're like, I don't know what to do. And then they leave. Right. Like if I own GNC, the funnel I would do, I'd have, I'd have some come in. I'd say, Hey, welcome to GNC. Here's what I uh, take it. You know, here's a little sample of one of our new protein drinks. Take, you know, here's a protein drink. Um, and then then they take that like, wow, like I got a free protein drink. They drink it and they come on in like, Hey, over here, by the way, um, we got samples of this and this, and here's one of our new things that came in. If you have any questions, let me know. And I'd step back and I'd let these people come now and enjoy this experience, look around and see what they want to see. And then, and I would take them on a, on a process. And then as I saw them and I saw, Hey, look, they're, they, um, they're, they're holding up a bottle and like, they're looking at two different bottles. Maybe like, okay, they have a question. I come over and like, Hey, so I, I see you looking at two different proteins. Do you have any questions? Can I help you? And then they're like, Oh yeah, well, which one of these is better? I'm like, well, this one's the best. But if you, if you also took it with this thing over here, we take these two products together. Like it, that's what shreds you up the most and makes you the, you know, makes you feel the best and gives you the best health. I'd be like, Oh, thank you so much. I will buy both of those now. And then I'd walk them over to the cashier register. I'd check them out. And then I'd be like, Hey, by the way, do you want a GNC gold card? If you get that gold card, you can come back every single month at a discount. And they'd say, yeah, sure. And I get the GNC gold card. And then what I do is in every month in the future, I call them on the phone and I invite them back to the, to the store to come get their discounts. And that's how I would do a funnel if I was GNC, mm. right? And the same thing with my website. If I own GNC's website, I turn that into a funnel. You come to the first page and it's like, hey, welcome to GNC. By the way, we just got this new product. Do you want a free sample of it? Just give us your address. We'll ship out a free sample. And they ship out a free sample. And the next page is like, hey, you got the free sample. Do you want us, you know, we'll give you a 50% discount if we just put a whole, you know, put a whole bottle of this stuff in right now because we're already shipping you something anyway. And they're like, oh, cool, yeah, I'll do that for sure. And they say, oh, by the way, do you know that this works really good with this over here? And I would just take them through through a process just like that. And so for me, funnels are like they're everywhere. And most people's are just really, really bad. If you have a website right now, you have a funnel, but it's more like a brick wall, right? And um, that's what I think people need to understand is that you, you've got one. You're doing them offline. You're bringing customers in somehow offline. Online, same thing. And if you're not getting customers you want, it's because your funnel's bad. And usually it's because you're using old, outdated technology. Like a, a website It's just like here's a – there's a brick wall you run someone into. And so the funnels are all about like, you know, for me, it's been 12 years of just, of just geeking out and studying sales process and, and consumer behavior. And why do people do this? And where do they go from that? And they take them through a process. And then how do we replicate that online to give them an amazing experience as well? And uh, when you do the funnel right, it does a couple things. First off, it gives your customer a way better experience. They come getting exactly what they wanted. They don't have any questions. They leave happy. And second off, you make way more money from every single person that comes into your world. And um, it becomes a huge win-win for everyone. Yeah, amazing. Awesome. Um, well, look, uh, we have to work towards wrapping up. Uh, I'm curious, uh, do you have any resources, great resources that you'd recommend for consumer behavior psychology sales processes that um, have, have really helped you? Man, there's so many good ones. Um, honestly, and I don't want to pitch my own stuff, but like if you read my the dot-com secrets book, that's basically like 10 years of me going through, like kind of distilling all the stuff I learned and breaking it down into really simple processes and sketching out all the sales processes and sales flows. That's probably the, the best one. And in that book, there's 
I, I always give attribution to who I learn things from. And so it's like, hey, this process right here, I learned over here. And this is where I learned this from. And you can kind of go deeper on the, the concepts or from the people you want to learn from on specific areas of it. Yeah, no, no, look, it's, it's an amazing book. I'd highly recommend it. I, I gave it to my whole team. Oh, cool. <laughs> awesome. All right, dude. Well, um, last uh, question is, it's been an awesome, awesome chat. Where's the best place people can find you and your work and, and find out more about your new book? Yeah, the best place, um, let's see, that's <laughs> uh, probably the best place is just go to russellbrunson.com. In fact, we're just updating that funnel right now as we speak, but it's going to add links, uh, links out to mo- most of the core things. It has links to, to ClickFunnels and software products, it links to the books and things like that, and uh, you can find everything there. The Founder Podcast has come to a close, but it's not time to sleep. It's time to hustle. Download the Richard Branson issue of Founder Magazine for free right now by visiting foundermag.com slash Branson. Again, that's an absolutely free download of the Richard Branson issue of Founder Magazine containing an exclusive interview with the man himself. It's only available at foundermag.com slash Branson. So download it now and we'll see you next time on the Founder Podcast.